Hear that? Is that America cheering or a sausage patty sizzling to perfection? It's time to cheer for Egg McMuffin and fresh cracked eggs at McDonald's. It's time to wake up to the aroma of freshly baked biscuits and treat yourself to a real honest-to-goodness morning meal. Breakfast, it's on at McDonald's. Now get any breakfast sandwich for just 2 bucks. Available only through the app. Mobile order and pay available at participating McDonald's. McD app download and registration required. What happens after you've completed all that anger management crap? You've read all the books, listened to all the podcasts, seen all the videos. You're cured, right? Not yet. Now you have to stand face-to-face with your past, look it in the eyes, and own it, all while learning to use your emotions. Join Matthew on his journey to find out what the emotional health. Hey, everybody. Welcome back again. I know it's been a bit since we've had an episode. I'll be honest, it has been a bit of a journey trying to figure out what this show is. It, it's, it's been interesting. I'm going to be honest. My wife and I have been back and forth and over and over, and I've spent a lot of time between the, the episode that her and I recorded and this one trying to figure out exactly what this is. I think we've got it now. I think I've nailed down what we're doing here, guys. So be prepared for for more episodes. Um, unfortunately, with my work schedule and the things going on, we're only going to be doing an episode a month for now. But I'm going to put a lot of of stuff into those. Hopefully, a lot of research, a lot of stuff that I, I'm finding interesting on it. My own stories, stories from you guys, which gets me into what I want to talk about before we get into the episode today. So. First things first, I want to let you guys know that if you followed me on my other podcast, you'll remember, or you may not remember, I don't know, but there was a monthly group there that was focused on on anger and anger management. I'm doing the same thing here. It's not just going to be anger, though. It's going to be a broader topic of, of just emotional health, but that group will meet monthly. Right now, it's scheduled for... I think I, I think I have it for the third Tuesday or no third Wednesday of each month at seven thirty Eastern time. That may or may not change. I don't know, but right now that's, that's what it is. The other one that's interesting that I want to share with you guys is I'm also bringing back my one-on-one anger management and control and, and violence kind of help. So that's, that's another tier you can sign on to on my Patreon, all that stuff, all that information is right there. Go check it out. The other thing I want to let you guys know is there's a new website up for this podcast as well. Go check it out, whattheeq.com or whattheemotionalhealth.com. There will be individual episode pages. There's going to be show notes on there. I'm going to have a page. Or, uh, yeah, it'll be a page for, for the guests that come on the show. There'll be a way for you guys to comment back and forth and, and leave things for me, for each other on the episodes as individual comments. The other cool thing that's going to be on there is we're going to have a way for you to leave me a voicemail uh, under two minutes for now, but you'll see a, a link on there. It's on both the mobile and the desktop version. I can't remember exactly where the buttons are, but check it out. I'm excited about that. Now let's talk about the topic boundaries. Boundaries are terrifying for a lot of people. I was listening to a lot of you guys talk when I brought this up. I was getting a lot of feedback on this on the the Facebook group about boundaries. And it got me curious, how many books are there out there? Because I'm a I'm an avid reader. I love books. I've got, if you ask my wife, I've got too many books in my office right now. 
I just, I love to read. So let's, I figured let's start at Amazon. How many books in the self-help section of Amazon are there about boundaries? Turns out there are 4,732. Not as many as I was expecting, but that's still a, a fair amount of books. I would love to say that I have them all and read them all. God knows I haven't. I would love to though. What, what are we talking about when we're talking about boundaries? What, it, what is a boundary? Specifically, where, where are they implemented? How do we make them effectively? How do we introduce boundaries in a way that can be effective? What happens if we make those boundaries out of anger or fear or jealousy or shame or guilt or any of those, those painful emotions that we deal with on a regular basis versus making those boundaries out of compassion and understanding and, and self-preservation and, and believe it or not, preservation of our relationship and the other person as well. Those, those all come into play. So I really believe that we can set boundaries in a positive, healthy way where they're necessary and in, in a way that can be enforced without harming the other person or our relationship or any of that other stuff. How do we do that? Let's talk about that. Well, first, we need to know what a boundary is. As we've talked about with emotions in the past, right? If you you don't have a name for an emotion, you, you can't really, you can't effectively use it. We've got to do the same with this. What is a boundary? A boundary is a limit or a need we express to ourselves and other people to feel safe, healthy, and comfortable. Pretty basic, right? It's, it's about safety, making sure that not just physically safe, right? Emotionally safe. That's where we come into the different places we can put boundaries, right? Safety applies to physical, emotional, sexual, financial, even digital safety. All of these places are places we can put and should put boundaries in place. If you don't have established communication in your relationship, it, a boundary is going to be virtually impossible to set. A boundary by its definition requires us to communicate openly, honestly, and effectively with the person we're putting the boundary in place with. Whether that be us, our partner, work person, even the, the chat cashier at our local grocery store, right? All of those people, whether spoken or unspoken, we have to have a boundary in place. And all of that requires effective communication, which comes down to what we're talking about here. It's about healthy, emotionally intelligent communication. When we look at our boundaries, it's, it's hard for us not to look at them and see them as, as selfish or rude or unnecessary maybe, right? Because why should I have to tell my partner what I do and don't want or what I do and don't expect? They should already know it, right? Of course. If they really cared about me, they would know that. I, well, obviously, that can't be true, right? There's no way that our partner can know what our boundaries are if we don't express them. Yes, that is true our boundaries can appear and come off as, as selfish and rude if we apply them in a way that is not done with compassion, right? If, if we set those boundaries out of pain and, and guilt and anger, it's going to be really hard to enforce those boundaries. Because think about what, what do you do when you're speaking to somebody out of those painful emotions? You usually say something crazy like, I know with my kids, I'll yell at them, go, you're grounded forever. And right, that's not a boundary I can play. That's not a, a punishment or a consequence for a boundary about violation that's enforceable. 
So that's that's really not doing anything help to help that relationship other than just showing that I am capable and able of making boundaries that are threats and not actual boundaries. That's what we are doing basically when we're creating a boundary with a, I don't know the right word for it. I don't want to say a punishment. I guess the right word would be just, just the consequence There you go, of violating that boundary is something that is either impossible, would require violence or something of that nature to enforce. Right? Those are typically things we aren't going to have any way to enforce. So they're going to be meaningless boundaries that we're just yelling at people and they're going to be, okay, sure. Ground me forever, dad. Go ahead and try that one. It doesn't work. So how do we set a boundary effectively? It's, it's a weird, I'll give you guys a story. My wife looked at me after this happened and goes, holy crap. That's literally the first time I've ever heard you set a healthy boundary with somebody. And oddly enough, it happened to be our dog of all things. So I'm going to tell you this story. When we, shortly after we got this dog, she's a, what is she? She is a, what is she? Poodle chocolate lab mix. That's what it is. She's a poodle chocolate lab mix. Beautiful dog. But she's a puppy. If you've ever had a poodle or a chocolate lab, they're stubborn little shitheads. I swear to God they are. She was laying on the floor. I wanted to cuddle the baby before I went to bed because she's become my dog. So I was trying to get her to come up in the bed with me and I'd call her, here's zero, come up here and sit with me. She wouldn't do it. We tried for a while. I started to get aggravated because I'm like, well, I really want to hold the dog. She didn't want to come. So I'm like, fine, whatever. That's fine. If you are more comfortable laying on the floor, you lay on the floor. I will be in the bed if you want to come in the bed. And that was it. My wife was like, holy crap, that was that was placing a boundary healthy effectively and without consequence either way of, of following through with that boundary. And I'm like, okay, but it's a dog. She's like, it doesn't matter. It's, it's the dog, but it's a healthy boundary. We have to set boundaries for what we will and will not tolerate from people. Let's talk about another type of boundary setting, right? What if, what if we're having a conversation with somebody, some a listener actually sent me this story after I, I posted about looking for boundary violations and how they deal with them, her and her husband work at the, the same place, different departments, right? But in the same company, well, every night he would have issues at work and he would talk to him about her or he would talk to his wife about them. And, and she would be like, oh, well, here's all you got to do. I've been with the company longer. You just do this and this and this and this. And that's how they work. And she said that one day he finally got irritated and he got angry and he hung up the phone on her. And she called back and he didn't answer. And she called back again. And finally, they were able to have a conversation. And she found out that, yes, he's talking to her about his job. But what he's looking for is understanding and, and somebody to listen and to just be there and to hear what's he, what he's going through. He doesn't want her to try to fix it. He doesn't want her to tell him how to make it better. He just wants her to listen. He'll fix it himself is what he told her. He, he's, he's got it. He just was looking for somebody to, to complain to. We all need that, right? So through this process, she found out that, oh, just because we're at the same company and I can help him and I can do all these things and show him an easier way to do it doesn't necessarily mean that I need to. So he was able to, basically what she said is he told her, look, we can talk about everything else. I don't think I will come to you about my job anymore if I have issues, just because I'm afraid that it will drive a wedge between us if we keep talking about these things and we're with the same company. And it's, it's just a bad, bad idea. So that, that boundary was put in place. And last I heard talking to them there, that actually worked out really well for them. 
there you go. That that is a really good way to set a positive, healthy boundary in place with somebody. I want to challenge everybody out there listening to to take a moment every day to try to examine your own boundaries. Where are they placed? Are they placed out of love and care and compassion and understanding for another person? Or are they placed out of anger or frustration? And what happens when we violate another's boundaries? Are we respecting them? Or are we looking at them as just a challenge to our own, to our own self, to our own manliness, if you're a guy, right? Your ability to whatever, right? What, what is it that you're looking at those boundaries as? Because I promise you, they're not that. They are your partner, your friend, your roommate's attempt to live a life that is happy and fulfilling for themselves without affecting your ability to do the same. On that note, guys, I want to end with a story that Chrissy and I were talking about. I feel this is a a great opportunity talking to all of you guys. Anybody out there that's listened to that anger management crap would know that I said a lot on that show about myself, about my relationship with my wife, things that, things that I didn't need to share because it was painful for her. And I would drag her on and she would tell me many times how painful it was for her to bring this up again and how she didn't like to share it. And I would hear, right? But I would justify it to myself as I'm sharing my journey with people. I'm not sharing what's going on with her. I'm sharing what's going on with me. But at the end of the day, because all of it involved her, she was very much a part of every single thing that we went through. It was her story and I was sharing it without her permission and violating a lot of boundaries with her. I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to fix that because there was, there was a lot of boundary violations built into that show's very premise with her. And it's the, the, the biggest one was literally just not taking her the way she felt into consideration, guys. I, not only were there violations of boundaries, but now I have set myself up because that was shared with so many people, not just you guys listening, but I used to use that stuff to teach my classes. I mean, that, that, I, that was the biggest part of my journey through my anger management, but it was hers too. It was the biggest part of her journey too, and I didn't see that. So now I have to figure out how to apologize. So guess what next month's episode is going to be on, guys? We are going to tackle apologies. How scared are we? I'm terrified. I have tried apologies. I'm no good. Join me next month. We'll figure it out together, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Remember, you've got to mute your mind to hear your heart. Talk to you later. Did you know Amazon provides ways of working that fit your lifestyle? They know you value your time outside of work, juggling family, school, friends, or other activities. That's why they offer a variety of shifts that work for you. There are full-time, part-time, and even temporary opportunities that can work with your schedule with great starting pay and sign-on bonuses. If you want a career that fits and adapts to your lifestyle, head to amazon.com apply. Amazon is a proud equal opportunity employer. Hear that? Is that America cheering or a sausage patty sizzling to perfection? It's time to cheer for Egg McMuffin and fresh cracked eggs at McDonald's. It's time to wake up to the aroma of freshly baked biscuits and treat yourself to a real honest-to-goodness morning meal. Breakfast, it's on at McDonald's. Now get any breakfast sandwich for just 2 bucks. Available only through the app. 
Mobile order and pay available at participating McDonald's. McD app download and registration required.